With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. On the front lines of Houston sports. Let's go! You're in the trenches with N.D. Kalu. N.D. Kalu. Welcome in. Happy Would You Rather Wednesday to everybody out there in Radio Land. I am N.D. Kalu. He is Chris Gordy, Big Sarge of Big Sarge Sports. And Heavy MF and T still in the heezy? Are you are you doing overtime? Are you, you you hanging out in the trenches? Are you slumming it? What's going on with you over there? Uh, Jacob is stuck behind the train again. Ooh, I hate that train. Yeah. I, I know the train that he gets behind. Now, here's the thing, Jacob, if you're listening. When you leave the house at 9.55 and you get stuck behind the train, then it kind of keeps you there until after 10. So wake your butt up and get in a little earlier. But Heavy T, as always, we appreciate you uh, holding it down until Jacob Beck gets in the house. And we also appreciate you, the listener, as the most interactive show in the world. We can't do the show without you. So if you want to get in the trenches with us, 713-212-5790. And what are we going to talk about here today? If... You know how we always have the disagreements whether or not a breaking sounder should be played? Heavy T, I know you're working on something. Do you have that breaking sounder? Just so I can remind people. I believe that noise, and good job being timely, should only be played with the biggest of the big breaking news. Like when people play it and they're joking and it's really not that, I get annoyed. When I'm listening to sports talk radio shows as I'm driving through the great city of Houston and I hear something like that, and then it's like, oh, just kidding, so-and-so ordered mac and cheese and they claim to be carb-free. I'm like, you idiot, because my ears perked up. If the news that I heard last night came while we were on air, I would 100% expect that. Uh, to be played and obviously unless you've been under a rock or you have a life and you've been busy with other things but most people have heard New Orleans Saints head coach Sean Payton stepping away from the Saints with three years remaining on his contract but after 16 years as the head coach for the New Orleans Saints he has decided to step away but in his 90 minute press conference a couple things he said that just stood out retirement is not the right word and he also said that he is interested in pursuing a TV analyst job. So we'll see what the future holds for for Sean Payton. I didn't realize he was 58. Yep. That makes me feel old because when I think of John Gruden and Sean Payton and my rookie year in Philadelphia, they were like GAs running around. I just picture them as these young guys uh, that weren't that much older than me. But I didn't realize he was 13 years older than I was because – the way he was treated in Philly as a, a coach, quality control coach or a coach's assistant. Uh, I've always just pictured them as my same age range. But 16 years, and I'll say, before we start debating, 
is he maneuvering so he can be a Dallas Cowboy, be the head coach for the Dallas Cowboys, which he is? Or, you know, is this a situation where he sees the writing on the wall, he doesn't have a quarterback, so he's leaving while he's still somewhat on top? You know, we'll debate that. But I'll say this. If I'm a New Orleans Saints football fan and I'm from New Orleans and we have somebody from Louisiana sitting right in front of me, so we'll get his take, you're for forever indebted to Sean Payton and Drew Brees because I've never seen – another fan base where they changed the name and it's clever, but it's embarrassing from the saints to the ain'ts. When I think of paper bags over people's head, I automatically think of the saints fan base and they, they've completely between Drew Brees and Sean Payton completely turned that around. So regardless of why he's doing or what move he's going to make in the future, if you're from New Orleans, you, you owe that man a hearty thank you and pat on the back. Yeah, I mean, I grew up going to games. I remember my uncle would would call and be like, hey, you want to go to the game tomorrow? And as a kid, sometimes you'd be like, man, I've got better things to do than go watch the Saints get their ass kicked. I mean, that's bad. I when mean, a kid says, yeah. no, nah, I'm good, <laughs> that's bad. I mean, I would go, but like, yeah, some of those games, I mean, you're sitting in a section, you could put your feet on the seats because there's nobody at all in the row in front of you or behind you, and you could stretch out. I mean, that's kind of how it was for years growing up as a Saints fan. And then, you know, Jim Hazlitt had a nice little run in 2000 with Aaron Brooks and Jeff Blake. They made the playoffs. Of course, the uh, I don't know if you remember, there was an iconic call. Hakeem drops the ball. Aza here. Hakeem for the Rams, and the Saints got their first playoff win in franchise history. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it started in 06. With, they bottomed out in the Katrina year in 05. Jim Haslett gets fired, and Sean Payton comes in and does almost a complete overhaul of the roster. Starts bringing some guys with him that he knew from the Cowboys. Brings in Scott Shanley. Scott Fujita comes in from the Browns. And then, oh, lo and behold, the Miami Dolphins do a... Uh, uh, you know, and it's Nick Saban and the Dolphins. They did a uh, an examination of Drew Brees' shoulder and his arm, and ultimately decided, eh, you know what? We're going to pass. We're going to go with Dante Culpepper. And Sean Payton ends up getting Drew Brees to New Orleans, and history uh, writes itself from there on out. So, yeah, I mean, you're forever indebted to to what that guy was able to do with with the Saints organization and, and all that. And now the question is, you know, why now? Everybody I've talked to says, man, if you saw that guy during this year, he was burned out. You didn't see. You think about Sean Payton like throughout the years when he was winning the Super Bowl and all. It was fist pumps. It was talking trash to opposing players. It was, you know, celebrating, clapping, laughing, and all that. You didn't see much of that at all this year. Keep in mind, they started the season when the hurricane came through. They had to go start spend the first few seasons in Jack or first few weeks in Jacksonville to get their season started. They had to play a home game in freaking Jacksonville. You got a new quarterback you're trying to work in, and Jameis Winston. It was just. All these things that just took its toll where they said he wasn't enjoying it. He literally just, he needs time away. And whether he ever comes back to the game, we'll see. He, he hinted yesterday that coaching still could be in his future. But he's absolutely going to take this year off, go do TV. He said he's interested in doing it. And we'll see what happens after that. But, um, yeah, it, it's exactly, if, you, if you're familiar with his mentor, Bill Parcells, Bill Parcells did the same thing. Bill Parcells was the head coach of the New York Giants, very successful, Retired at 49, went went to go work for NBC Sports for three years as a commentator. Then decided, you know what, I want to get back to this. Goes to the Patriots. Then eventually go, you know, what I mean, like he bounced around and 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 ended up back in coaching. But Sean Payton's mentor, Bill Parcells, always said, "Know when it's time to step away. Never burn yourself out. Go out on top and 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 go do your thing." And so, yeah, it's uh, well deserved for him. First of all, good morning, everyone. Uh, there's a couple of layers to this thing for me. 
one, I'm not a big fan of people quitting. You know, I, I, I'm just not a big fan of, of, of people doing that. But by the same token, as a Dallas Cowboys fan, hey, we'll we'll open, we'll welcome him with open arms. Now, on the flip he side, of, let me uh, just say for the record, he ain't going to Dallas next season. Oh, no, that's, ne- that's not a happen. next season. Of course not. Like like next. That's too soon. So, no. But I, I will look at it like I, I will say this. If I'm Sean Payton, though, and hear me out on this, I wouldn't take Jerry Jones phone call. You had a chance to hire me as the head coach, and you did. Now, I get it that Bill Parcells was there when I was the offensive coordinator. I get it. But I should have been the next coach in, in, in waiting, or coach in, in, coach in, head coach in waiting, and you should have had me then. Well, uh, where was Sean at this time? You're talking about when he was still on the staff? Yeah, he was okay. still on the staff. Um, when Bill Parcells was there, he was the offensive um, coordinator. And they kept Bill one more year, and he was gone, and he got the head coaching job down at uh, in New Orleans. And so... I don't know if I would take his phone call because I say, hey, you had me already. Another thing that I don't understand is that where this I don't like the fact that he's living leaving the Saints organization in limbo because you say you don't want to coach now. You want to take a year off. So I put in an interim until you come back, until you decide. Well, if you don't decide to come back, then what? So now I, I don't know how I'm supposed to move. Uh, move with the future of my franchise if you don't know what you want to do. So if I'm Gail Benson is her name, correct? The yeah. owner of the New Orleans Saints. I would say, hey, Sean, thank you for everything that you've done for this organization. Thank you for everything you've done for the city of New Orleans. But we're just going to cut ties right now. Well, let now. me clarify. He's under contract through 2024. Yeah. The reason they're saying he's quote unquote stepping away is because they want to hold that over him. If he does decide another year that he wants to come back, the Saints are going to go, oh, ha, look at that. You're under contract with us. Meaning, if he decides he wants to go somewhere else, they're going to let him, but they're going to take, you know, it's going to take draft picks. It's going to take something. You're going to have to trade for him like uh, the Rams did or the uh, Raiders did years ago with John Gruden. You have to trade for the coach and give up an asset. There's a few things here. I don't think he's going to go to the to the Dallas Cowboys because look at what he's had the past decade with New Orleans. He has that full autonomy. He and Mickey Loomis work hand-in-hand. Mickey Loomis works for him. Mickey Loomis is the GM. He comes to Sean Payton and says, Sean, what do we want to do here? He calls Mickey Loomis goes, hey, we want to trade up. Hey, Kamara, yeah, let's give up next year's second. We're going to get him. Mickey Loomis goes, all right, Sean, let's make it happen. His ownership, Gail Benson, is literally, she adores him. Sean, what do you need? You need a new training facility? Here's a check. Go do what you need to do. He has He, he calls all the shots in New Orleans. Guess what you're not going to do in Dallas? Call all the shots. That's not. He got no, Jerry that's Jones. Wrong, Chris. He got Stephen Jones. But guess what? You will have. You'll have a shot. You'll have a better chance. I, I, I get the sense he'll take this year off. Then he'll say, "Oh, you know what? I'm re-energized. I miss the locker room. I miss the guys. I want to coach again." And the Saints will say, "Okay, cool." And he'll be like, "I want to coach again, but I don't want to coach here." <laughs> so then Jerry <laughs> Jones, er, yeah, Jerry Jones is going to have to give up a couple of first-round picks, and he's going to have to give up whatever he needs to give up to get Sean Payton. L- look, a lot of these great coaches that have great records, whether it's Phil Jackson, whether uh, y- you know, it's going to be Sean Payton in this scenario. When you look at the Saints and the predicament that they're in, like whether or not he wants to spend time with his family, he needs to recharge. I get it. But I'm also, you got three years left. You know, you got three years left on your contract. They're $74 million over the cap. They have a huge question mark at the quarterback position. This might be a guy who's thinking to himself, I'm a Hall of Fame coach. I have a legacy to protect. We went nine and eight. I did a hell of a job coaching this year, considering what we had or didn't have at the quarterback position. And this whole, well, look what they had at the quarterback position. They had to play Taysom Hill. 
Who paid him like a quarterback? Who decided that that's your backup quarterback? That was Sean Payton. I think when he sit when he was sitting back somewhere, wherever it may be, reflecting on the future, he's like, hey, I don't know if I can uh, turn this thing around or if I can make this thing uh, where it needs to be to protect my legacy. Yeah, let me step away, take a year out, then go take over Dak Prescott and the Dallas Cowboys. I th- could absolutely see a that. A few things there. One, the Saints have operated over the cap for the last decade. I, I saw With the, Drew Brees as their quarterback. Right, right. But they're still going to operate this way. It's how Mickey, Mickey Loomis is a cap expert. He mm-hmm. knows how to keep kicking the can down the road. I saw these articles yesterday. Saints are over the Bro, this has been the last decade. They keep kicking the money down the road. They will operate the same way. They will find ways to keep getting under the cap, signing players, do what they need to do. Everybody's saying they don't have a quarterback. Jameis Winston is the quarterback. If Jameis wants to be back in New Orleans, everything we've heard is yes, he does. He's going to be the guy. He's been there for two years. He he knows the system. He knows the players. He's still a question mark. I in, guess, in but I think I think I think we're making too big of a deal out of that. Jameis is the guy. Also, if the freaking 49ers don't come back to beat the Rams week 17. The Saints make the playoffs this year. So we could say, oh, things were trending downward and all that. They were an eyelash away from being a playoff team this year and still being su- successful. He still would have left, Chris. I think, I don't know about that. I think everything collectively, it took its toll on him. He wasn't enjoying it anymore. And again, the word stepping away is, is what it is, is stepping away. He very well could go do two years of TV and say, you know what? I want to they, be they sustain the coach. Saints. I want to come back and be the Saints head coach. He could absolutely do that. All right, well, quick timeout. We'll uh, pick up on this. We know a lot of Saints fans live here in the Houston area. If you want to chime in, 713-212-5790. Did he quit? And we're just putting a nice pretty bow on it saying, I'm stepping away. Retirement's not the right answer. I still have three years left on my contract, but I ain't showing up to work. You, you know what? Every other job, that's called quitting. That's called quitting. And sometimes it's okay to quit if if you do it at the right time. We'll talk about that and much more in the trenches only on Sports Talk 790. Welcome in, welcome back. Hope you're enjoying your Wednesday. I'm ND, he's Chris, Big Sarge in the Heezy. Talking about Sean Payton as he steps away. Real quick, before we go to Would You Rather. It is Would You Rather Wednesday, so we'll have some fun with that. And I'm sure, just maybe, Sean Payton's uh, name will come up. And let me start off, because I have a feeling this may turn negative. Let Let me start off with a pretty cool tweet from one of the best Saints to ever play, Cameron Jordan. When he heard about the announcement that Sean Payton is stepping away, he tweeted out, that's my head coach, exclamation point. At the end of the day, if Sean's stepping away, he has a master plan. Mm, There's something to read in between there. Nothing but love for you, Sean. If this is it for you as my head coach, then I thank you for drafting me, building phenomenal teams like 2011, 18 through 21. First off the top of my head. 11 years, my coach, forever, respect, in all caps. So, it, it I mean, that's that's how the players or a player, a great player for their team feels about him. So let's put that out there before I ask the question. Did he quit? I say no just because it's been a – I mean, who spends 16 years in one place anymore? Mm-hmm. That doesn't happen. Bill Belichick, he was the second longest tenure coach behind Bill Belichick. Like, nobody else stays in one spot that long anymore in the so NFL. So with that energy, then I would say – 
the same thing I hear people say about Deshaun Watson yes. signing his contract and deciding he didn't want to be there. If you knew you didn't like it or if you knew that you were towards the end mentally of your coaching career, then why sign that long of a deal? Why not, why not sign a one, two-year deal? Well, with the coaches, you're never going to – I mean, like, with a guy like him with New Orleans, they were always going to keep tacking on years to his contract. It, it's just one of those things where it's – So he, he was never going to play to or coach to the end yeah, of his contract, Yeah, because he, he, he owns that city. Like, he owns that – they work for him. Gail Benson and Mickey Loomis, Sean, what else do you need? What else can I get you? Like, that was their attitude with him. And this rumor had been circulating out there circulating out there for the past five, six years that, oh, how much longer does he want to do this? Ah, you know what? He's done some TV work on the side. He really likes that. I mean, this has been a rumor for a long time. So while it was shocking that it came out yesterday, it also wasn't from a standpoint of, he wasn't going to do this till he was 70 years old with, with the Saints. Like want, He was going to step away at some point. I want to piggyback on something that you said about Jerry Jones earlier. Or you alluded to about Jerry Jones not wanting to give up power and control and things like that. It's a different Jerry Jones now. It's all Is totally, it? Because I still see yes. him talking with the media after every game, questioning X's and O's, and I think Sean Payton ain't going to put up with that crap. Well, when you got a coach like Mike McCarthy, you have to question X's and O's. He's not going to do that <laughs> with a well-respected coach wow. like Who Sean Payton. Him? Yeah, of course. I mean, yeah, because Sean Payton wasn't available then, Chris. But uh, he he's he's changed. I mean, and you can see that. I think it was last year when he made the comments to Jimmy Johnson that hey, the the fall of the dynasty of the ninety Cowboys was because of me and my ego, and I got in the way. So let me apologize. Jerry is on the other side of you know other side of you know what i don't want to put that out in the in the atmosphere of him passing away or anything but but you know time ain't on his side jerry, he would, he but, would, he but would jerry, like to see another championship jerry he loves him away. some jerry and he will not he will tell sean sean we will pay you whatever you want to come over here they will take care of him but uh, at the end of the day i get final say on everything i, I don't think at the so. end of the day i'll be saying answering questions to reporters about your bad in-game management late that cost us a game. He's always going to do that. He's not going to... I feel like he will give up control to a coach that he respects. I don't think he respects Mike McCarthy. But full control, personnel decisions. Oh, Sean Payton made every personnel decision in New Orleans. On draft night, if he says, I want to trade up, it's, he's going to have to okay it with Stephen Jones, who's got to text Dad and go, Dad, what do you think? Like He's got to get approval. The Jones... The Joneses will always run that thing in Dallas. They will never defer to any coach out there. Well, it ain't like Jerry Jones is a bad GM, though. Look at that team. It's loaded with talent. So Jerry you just has, said it's been 20 it, it plus has, years since they won mean, a title. It, it, it doesn't mean that they're not talented. You they have I, a lot of talent there. So him and Sean Payton could work well together. You know what I hope for you for you Dallas fans out there? And I hope said, Mike McCarthy goes out there and wins you guys a Super Bowl next year. I hope he, I hope he wins everything for you next year. You got to crown him, and then you'll have to sit there and try to justify why you want to fire that man when he wins you a Super Bowl not next really. year. Not really, just fire him. Go I, I, Mike McCarthy. I don't want to spit. Like, I'm predicting he ends up a Cowboy. When it's all said and done, I'm predicting just from the things we've heard, we've seen, we all have people that are, are whispering in our ear, hey, this is what's going to happen. I, I feel like he'll end up a Cowboy. I also feel like now, right, wrong, or indifferent, we talk about how college football players, NFL players, they're getting smarter. They understand this is a business, and they're more focused on themselves. Well, guess what? We... we we hold these uh, these coaches, uh, you, you know, to a different level, and we expect them that, oh, you know, coaches don't think like that. They 100% absolutely sit back and look at the writing on the wall. They look at the cap figure. They look at who's going to be my quarterback. They look at their legacy, and they say, all right, if I want to protect this, I need to move on. If I want to be considered the best NBA coach ever, and eh, you know what, I'm, I think I'm going to go coach that team with Kobe and Shaq uh, after I had a run with Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen. 
They do it as well. It's long gone are the days of where you have those gritty coaches like, just give me whoever and and I'll make it work. It's like, no, I I got a legacy to protect. I have a brand. We all talk about brand. I have a brand to protect. That's why I will not be surprised. I'm not going to get up here and get my blood pressure high whether or not it happens is a prediction but i won't be surprised at all if two years down the line whether we're in front of this mic or sitting in our corner offices on the fifth floor wherever we're at if we're talking about sean payton is going to the dallas cowboys i won't be surprised one bit Flip it. mainly because i'm looking at the writing on the wall with what's going on with the saints flip it would you be surprised if sean payton goes in the tv and never looks back and we're talking about a 10-year TV career in the booth. No, I would Because there was talk that Tony Romo was going to jump after a year or two to get in a, uh, you know, go work in a front office or go be an OC, get in a coaching that and all that. That wouldn't surprise me. Well, the, only, the only thing that would surprise me, because he did say out of his mouth, uh, retirement is not the right word. I'll, I'll be surprised, and I'll be pleasantly surprised, if he comes back and he comes back to New Orleans. But keep in mind, New Orleans, they can't just they wait can't. around. Like, well, they're no, going to hire a coach and that move coach on, has success. But they still are going to hold that contract over. We, bro, you, we got you through 2024. Right. So wherever you go, we got to get some assets. And he could pull a Bill Cowher because isn't that what Cowher did once he left the Steelers? He left and he never came back right. to coach, yeah. correct? So he can uh, pull his that, name but, still comes up for jobs. Right. And it's like, dude, it's been 10 years now. But, Indy, you brought up something like that, that you know, struck a nerve with me because. I think that his his legacy is going to be tainted now. Sean Sean Payton's no. legacy. Wow. Oh, let me let you finish. I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> My I, th- bad. I think that I, I would put an asterisk next to his name because I'm saying to myself, well, you were one under contract. You did have a team that you constructed because Chris just told us he got all the power. So everything that's on that team is because of him. And then you walk away to go to, well, now I'm going to come back. But let me go over to this real nice, you know, this 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 talented uh, football team in the Dallas Cowboys. So if I go over here now, my legacy restarts. No, your legacy has an asterisk next to it because you left a situation that you created. I got you. Hold on, hold on. I got you. Go ahead. I got you. <laughs> that that what you said. I love it. But you know what? What's that? Is James Harden's legacy tainted in your opinion? Yes. It, you, it used to not be yes. Let no, me no, make no. my point. Let me get that belt. You used to say James Harden is not his fault. It's not his fault. He's going to a better team. What you just described about Sean Payton, I, hey, facts. Well, no, you know what? Hold no, on. no cap, as Hold we used to say. But you didn't. You did not have that same energy with James Harden when he left. You know what? I, I just thought about it. Let me retract my last statement. Hey, court reporter, strike that last last thing. No, I don't think his legacy is tainted. You know why? Because James Harden didn't construct. The Houston Rockets. He was just a player. Sean Payton, according to Chris, just like he just told us, had full autonomy to get whatever he wanted. So what Taysom Hill is on him. All those players that he have on the team, that's on him. James Harden, no. Now that I think about it, Indy, no, you ain't got no gotcha moment. So you don't think James Harden wanted Chris Paul? And push for that trade to happen. Yeah, he probably did, but he didn't want everything. All, all the mother, you know, people that was all on his team. Exactly. <laughs> now, the, the one, I don't. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Time will tell. And I don't like the fact that you're leaving with three years left on your contract, but you do have to look at when other coaches uh, retire. I'm sure they had years left on their contract. It's selfish, When, when they retired. It's selfish, Because indeed. coaches don't coach. And you, coaches don't go into coach. it. But but even if but if you have the power of a Sean Jones, you can say, "Hey, I'm going to finish out this contract, then I'm done." So don't even think about extending me. You Peyton, you can say that, but that what would become a story. Jones. Sean Jones, yeah, he got power yeah, too. Yeah, he should be the. <laughs> but coach. that would become a story the minute you say that. Like, You're right. Wait, why is Sean Payton going in his last year here, and he's been nothing but successful with this organization? You know what I mean? It will be a bigger story than us knowing that this was Ben Roethlisberger's last year. Nope. No, it's the same. But his his contract was ending. And it's selfish. That's my point. If you're a coach, you say, I'm going to coach until this but contract But what I'm saying ends. is rarely do coaches go into their final year without writing on the wall, okay, we know that he's gone after this yeah, year. Yeah, but you know I mean? the majority of coaches are fired. The, the majority yeah. of coaches are fired. And sometimes and there's don't... an amicable parting of ways. But I'm saying the mo- most of the time it's – the the co- they're fired like <laughs> I don't need was to explain. Was Jason Garrett in the last year of his deal when he got let go, or did he have another year left? No, he no, he was done. Yeah, right. so they were, he's an example of it ran its course and, and it know, was an amicable parting of ways. And I know we got to go to break, but when we come, I'm Sean Payton is selfish. What he's doing right now oh is selfish. Gosh, stop. Right. Uh, you know we'll ask uh, who's uh, you know we'll ask uh, who's coming up next. Our, we have an expert. Our buddy on Larry this. Holder uh, from the Athletic. He covers the Saints. Been there since day one with Sean Payton. We'll get his thoughts on it. If he uh, he lives in New Orleans, yeah, and he writes about the Saints yes. daily. Good All friends right. with Sean Payton. Big stars. Ask, oh, well, if he's friends, he, he's not going <laughs> to say he's selfish. No, he's mental. He has a mental anguish. He's going to go mental. Antonio Brown said he ain't got it, so Sean Payton can't use it either. (laughs) Yeah, we'll talk about that and much more. Josh, J. Tony, be patient or call back and you go to the top of the list. In the trenches, only on Sports Talk 790. I'm on my way to the West Bank to put a twist on this thing, you heard? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Welcome in, welcome back in the trenches. You know what? Why are we we just some Houston, Texas folks talking about Sean Payton and the Saints? Why, why don't we bring in an expert, a real expert? Yeah, our buddy Larry Holder from The Athletic, been covering the Saints for a long, long time. He's been uh, covering Sean Payton since the very beginning. And Larry, like myself, is an Archbishop Rummel High School alum. We used to be the two famous alums from our high school, but now this guy Jamar Chase in the playoffs is... Uh, probably becoming the most famous Rummel alum. Larry, what's up? Yeah, I guess I'll pass the torch to Jamar Chase. That's okay. I mean, look, we at least all have a, you know, uh, at least me and Jamar, uh, at least we have blue check marks on Twitter, so I guess we're like real people, right? We're real boys. How shocked, Larry, and appreciate you joining us here in H-Town. How shocked were you when you heard the news? You're close to the team. Were you expecting this? Were there whispers? Or was this a shock even for a guy like yourself? I would say the fact that he did step down did surprise me. Uh, like, uh, just knowing Sean Payton and, uh, you know, he can uh, have ideas of moving on, and that's happened more than once during his tenure in New Orleans. 
I just thought that maybe he just needed a couple of weeks to relax and calm his nerves and his and his head. And uh, so I do think it has taken people aback in New Orleans. Uh, it doesn't take me aback that he's uh, not looking to coach right now. Like I didn't think that um, just hearing kind of that this could be a possibility that he was looking to job hop immediately, which wasn't the case a few years ago. I would point to after the 2015 season, there were serious talks with other teams about trading him, uh, specifically to teams like Indianapolis, teams like the 49ers. The Giants were involved in a little bit of that mix as well. Uh, and then two th- after the 2016 season, uh, he was interested in maybe talking with the Rams and, Sean McVay got that job. So this is a different scenario. I think Sean Payton looks at it to where he's been in the same spot for 15 seasons and 16 years, and you always have to make that disclaimer because uh, he had to sit out for a season because of his connection to uh, the bounty scandal. Uh, But it's I do think that uh, you thought, all right, the Saints still have a good team, and he would come back for maybe one more year and and try to uh, try to ride this ship, but uh, like it's uh, he seems at peace with it, and so uh, you know it's uh, uh, it's definitely uh, a shock to the system here in New Orleans. But uh, it's not like uh, I feel like that the Saints are in just total dire straits at this point. Larry, how serious are the Cowboys rumors? We know it's not going to happen this year, but so many people trying to connect the dots. Okay, Mike McCarthy, he'll get one more year. If he doesn't work out, they'll fire him, and a year from now, Sean Payton will be the Dallas Cowboys coach. Talk a little bit about the connection there, because I know you know that he's good friends with Jerry Jones. They know each other very well. He was former assistant there. His family, you know, much of his family lives in the Dallas area. Uh, Where do you come down on that? Is Sean Payton a year from now, are they announcing him as the next Dallas Cowboys head coach? Uh, before yesterday, I would have said no. Uh, today, I would say it's a possibility, uh, just because he is now free. Uh, of course, if they would hire him, he would uh, be basically need to be traded, per se, because he's still under contract with the Saints, and the Cowboys would have to give compensation. But the door is open for that, and... You know, people thinking, oh, well, if Sean takes a year break, should he come back to the Saints? I mean, that's, there's no way that's going to happen. I mean, you're not going to hire a head coach basically in a one-year thing and uh, be a lame duck. That's not the way you, that, that's going to work. Uh, so uh, it, it, the possibility is definitely open now. But here's the thing. I just – I always question knowing how alpha Jerry Jones is and how alpha Sean Payton is and – it's cool when they hang out together and party and do whatever, and they're and they're good friends and and this that and the other. But working together where Jerry might even openly undermine you publicly, I just I I find it just an odd mix because I don't see Sean Payton putting up with that. Uh, you know, it's a different thing. So uh, maybe they feel like they could they could work together and. Uh, it would that would not surprise me now at this point if that were to happen at some point, but I, their working relationship to me, I think, would be very curious. It would be a different total atmosphere than where Sean Payton was at the forefront of an organization like the Saints, and he would never be at the forefront of an organization like the Cowboys because 
Jerry would always be at the forefront. Larry, let me preface my statement by saying that I'm probably the biggest Dallas Cowboy fan you're ever going to meet in your life. <laughs> so <laughs> let, let, let me preface my, my, my question by saying, saying that. Um, earlier before you came on, I called Sean Payton selfish. And the reason why I called him selfish is because what he's walking away from, he built. What he's walking away or what he's leaving the uh, New Orleans Saints franchise with, he built. Whatever team, he, if he decides to coach, wherever team he goes, he's going to pull draft capital you know, away from the team that he's going to. Am I wrong about this? Well, I think people, you're talking from a Cowboys fan perspective. And uh, so, okay, that's, you know, that's one side. I do think there are some people in New Orleans who are wondering why is he walking away from this? And they feel like it's, uh, you know, he's turning your back on the Saints. But, But I think we need to look at this in terms of, you, me, anyone else who has a job. I mean, he was on the job for 16 years, and that and a head coach of, of an NFL team. I mean, that is high stress all the time. I mean, the fact that you can uh, uh, you can last that long and even leave on your own terms is remarkable. But I also think that sometimes people just need a change of scenery. Uh, now, here's the thing. It, you know, look, Sean Payton. Uh, a few, you know, a couple years ago. Like I, like I just brought up, any any of those moves would have had to been being traded for. Like so, a team would have to give up something that you're going to, and so it's it like it, it's a weird scenario. But we I mean we've seen it before in the NFL. John Gruden that happened when he went to Tampa. Even Bruce Arians when he left the Cardinals, they had, Tampa Bay had to give up something back to the Cardinals to to make that happen. Uh, so it, it's it, if if you think. The head coach is is worth a draft pick or two, uh, so be it. And so, you know, if he makes that much of a difference, and I would argue that Sean Payton probably would make that much of a difference. So, uh, you know, it's a it's it's a definitely uh, a double edged sword when it comes to kind of the perspective you're looking at. Talking from Larry Holder of the Athletic, and Larry, you got a, a story up on the Athletic, and it's a story I've heard many times, but maybe you give just a couple nuts and bolts for our listeners who never heard it. Uh, we always think of Sean Payton, the great coach on the field, but he's a little bit of a partier off the field, and you've run into him a handful of times out for some beverages at some of the bars, and you tell the story of running into him at a bar uh, during the Senior Bowl week in Mobile, where he's partying with some pretty uh, high-profile folks. Yeah, high-profile, me. Oh, and Jerry Jones and John Fox and some of those people and Mickey Loomis and, uh, and some other and some other guys. But no, it's and it, it, the story is like you go to the Senior Bowl and you run into people and this, that, and the other. And, you know, as a reporter, you you have a certain relationship when it's asking questions. But uh, look, Sean Payton is someone to where uh, you get in a kind of a scenario where you run into him and uh, you're at an event, whether it's an owners' meeting or a combine or a Senior Bowl and. Look, he has his guard down, and uh, you know, look, he he, you could talk to you honestly, but he's a guy who holds court. And look, this store had to do that. Jerry Jones was there, and uh, uh, you know, it's it, it just goes to me. It, I told the story a to show a, a fun side of Sean Payton and a and a, and a crazy moment that I and one of the few there are other crazy moments that I've, I've had with Sean Payton in my 16 years of covering him, but a crazy uh, night of uh, but it just of, of just. Uh, where you go to one of these events and, and you're able to kind of see the, the the different side of a, of a head coach or an owner and such and so, uh, but to me it just kind of just showed uh, just the the command of 
say you're one of uh, your, and maybe one of the reasons why the Cowboys feel like it would work with Sean Payton. Sean Payton might feel like it works with Cowboys. He demands attention, even say when Jerry Jones is around. I mean, he's that type of uh, persona and uh, confidence, and you kind of you want to hear what Sean has to say. And uh, look, this was even before. Uh, they won the Super Bowl. It was the year? It was the off season leading up to the year. It was the off season leading up to the year they won the Super Bowl, two thousand nine. Uh, and so, uh, and the story was about uh, him and uh, him hiring Greg Williams. And it basically, it it it, it, it demonstrated. It was kind of a, a microcosm of his personality, where he's willing to take risks. It might pay off. It might bite him, but he's he's strong in his convictions. And I think Greg Williams is the ultimate. Uh, double-edged sword. You won a Super Bowl, and then he gets you in like this crazy trouble. Uh, but look, he, he in his eyes, it helped him win a Super Bowl. And you can think whatever you want about the bounty scandal, and uh, you know it's not cut and dried like like one or either side wants to do. But still, it's a uh, it just goes to show that uh, that he is someone when you when you're around him, you can see why he commands the room. You can see why people play hard for him. You can see why people work hard for him. And you can also see where his personality and the things he does, you know, work hard, play hard, but still, uh, you know, Pete, that you don't last that long as a head coach if, if you don't have that kind of personality. Yeah, and we'll always love hearing him yell at you in press conferences and things like that. That's always something you'll uh, you'll never forget. Hey, I, I will say, I will say. Yesterday, I asked what his biggest, uh, you know, what he was most proud of and what his most regret was, uh, and he did bring up uh, to me uh, about. Uh, being a little brash with the media when he started. And I think part of that was because we have sort of a, a history there, but I could tell you, look, we are, we're, me, me and him are in a really good place. Like we have been for a long time. It comes with the territory, but uh, like, I could, I could text him and we can be on the phone for 45 minutes. And it's like, I can't get him off the phone because he just wants to talk about what's going on. And uh, it, it's uh, like, it, it's been a wild ride covering him. And I'm curious to see, uh, what happens next with, with the person uh, I'm going to be covering next. Well, maybe he'll hire you to his staff in Dallas when he takes the Cowboys job, so maybe <laughs> maybe that'll happen. L- last thing real quick, Larry, i got 30 seconds. Is is he a Hall of Famer right now if he never comes back to coach? Uh, I think there's an argument for it. I don't think he's a sure fire, uh, but I think there the wins, I think there's an argument for it. One Super Bowl, is that enough to get you in? We'll see. And then there's the bounty scandal attached to that. I think uh, voters might have a little bit of that, but he's in the conversation. I mean, that, there, there, to me, there's no doubt, even if he doesn't come back, he's in the conversation. Larry Holder, out of the athletic, covering the Saints for a long, long time. You can follow him on Twitter, at Larry Holder. Larry, thanks for the time, man. All right, and who knows, maybe in two years we'll be talking to Andy about to, uh, Sean in Dallas. All right, I'll be here if you need me. <laughs> Appreciate you, Larry. Appreciate that. Quick timeout. Back to the discussion. If you want to jump in, 713-212-5790 in the trenches, only on Sports Talk 790. Welcome in. Welcome back in the trenches, exclusively on Sports Talk 790 on a Would You Rather Wednesday. You know, can, can we put a cap on the Saints talk? Yeah, yeah. Unless, unless a listener wants to, wants to bring it. Unless up. we want to debate, would Deshaun Watson put on a Texans uniform again if Ooh. Sean Payton were the head coach of the Texans? He would, but would Nick Casario <laughs> allow that? 
Yeah. Yeah, because Nick Casario wants to guide his head coaches and talk to Sean would be hey. like, brother, please, hey. dude, take those headphones off. Bring me the other headset. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to give a shout out uh, to the McNair family. Uh, of course, we know Cal's. I, I feel sarcasm. Cal's wife, Hannah McNair, um, highly involved in a lot of decisions over there on Kirby. Her twin sister, Joanna, just got hired by the Texans yesterday. She will be executive. It's listed executive assistant, chairman, and CEO. Now, I believe that means she'll be what Cal's executive assistant, right? Executive assistant, chairman, and CEO. Oh, absolutely. Because I, I I would assume she's not the two. CEO. Right. So they forgot the word two. Is that what you're saying? Well, yeah, that. But I'm also assuming they did an exhaustive search for this. Like they looked everywhere, high and low, for the best candidate. To come in and be an executive assistant to Cal. At the end of the day, Hannah's twin sister was the most uh, qualified and eligible for that job. Indy, I don't have the 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 highest level of education like you. I mean, according to You're you, a college but, graduate. I know, but I'm saying according to you because you went to Rice. Like, so this is what they call nepotism. Yes. Well, gotcha. no. You know what? You remember how I said last week, and I was 100 dead serious, but people thought I was joking that Cal needs to publicly slap somebody. Yeah. He needs to slap Chris Gordy. <laughs> say, no, seriously, he needs to find you if he's listening or his minions are listening to this show. He needs to find you, make sure the cameras are around, make sure he has a million dollars to give you so you don't sue him. Yeah, don't, sure. Slap you and say, and say, hey, I heard what you said. Keep my wife's name out your mouth. Open so, hand, too. Yeah, indeed. keep my wife. But back to the story is it nepotism? For that job, I have absolutely no problem with that. Like, when you're talking about an assistant to you, the individual. You mean that that's the one job where it's like screw everybody else. I'm gonna pick who I want because I'm assuming I could be wrong that that position is directly tied to Cal McNair uh, assisting Cal McNair. So no, you shouldn't have some exhaustive job search if the if the man the CEO knows who he wants as his assistant. That's like a look. I have an assistant. That that's a very intimate job you, you know what like, i'm saying as, so as somebody who i was a i was a retail manager for years you mm-hmm. know what i always had family and friends going oh can you get me a job you know what i didn't do hire family and friends because i'm gonna hire the most qualified person that can help my business succeed not hooking up hooking somebody up okay, that I, but know. I, I get that and i respect that but to me that position isn't helping the business succeed it's he- helping the individual Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Period. It's helping, like that's, it's helping out your sister-in-law. Well, we all know, but, but I'm saying, when you're an executive assistant, that's the, uh, hey, can you get Big Sarge on the phone? I have a, uh, a meeting with him at 4 o'clock, and I'm going to be 30 minutes late. That's, uh, hey, can you go take pick up this laundry? That's, hey, we're going to San Antonio because we're looking at a new development deal. Can you go ahead and make our set our rooms? Uh, but so, no. No, so you can absolutely... You 100% don't go to ZipRecruiter for that. You you hire from within. <laughs> no, you go to LinkedIn. You hire from within, and you get somebody you're comfortable with. But here's the thing, though, Indy. So now, if, if I'm Kyle, I'm saying to myself, 
Well, if she screws up, I can't really, you know, get onto her like I would somebody who that I found, you know, through a job search or whatever the case may be. Because what happens if I get on her? Guess where? I'm, where guess where my next call is gonna be? Hey, Cal, um, Hannah's on line one. Oh, what, what? How are you talking about sister like that? This and that. I, I wouldn't want that because now what can he really do? That's an extension of his wife. No, one hundred percent. But that's one of those, that's your problem. That's not a fan base, the Houston Texan fans, Chris Gordy as a sports reporter in Houston. We shouldn't care who his executive assistant is. That's his executive assistant. With all the turmoil and everything that's going on over on Kirby with that front office and Jack Easterby running things and all this, it's just, it's another domino of, Oh, good. You hired your sister-in-law for a position and gave her a job. Like, Chris, Chris, it's Chris. Just, it's a weird look. Real quick, real quick. Hey, do you think that Jack Easterby was in the room when they made that hire, too? Mm. I mean, he may he may have been the one that promised her. Okay, seriously. All, all jokes aside, what if he's, however long they've been married, he's like, you know what? Your sister's very organized. Uh, she, there's some, look, there's a talent to being a good executive assistant, and you know who'd be good executive assistants, that if she's very organized, assertive, she gets things done, maybe he noticed that and he was like, hey, I need that. Do you want to work for me? My my The only issue I have, why put it out there publicly? Like, that's not my business. That's, it's not your business. It's not uh, Jay or Tony and we'll, we'll get to y'all next. It's not their business, who your executive assistant is. It, that That's not even worth, I'm, I'm not surprised because of everything else that's gone on. But that that's not even worth complaining that's about. Great, that's great spin. You know what I see in it as? Hey, uh, rich housewife wants something to do, uh, so let's give her a job. I thought you was going to do the voice, Chris. You do a great Cal McNair. Well, <laughs> Cal didn't say much. It was Hannah going, Cal, you're hiring my sister. <laughs> okay, <laughs> sure. <laughs> Quick timeout. Jay, Tony, we see you there in the trenches, only on Sports Talk 790. You're in the trenches. Stand up, get your hands up. With N.D. Kalu. N.D. Kalu. Welcome in, welcome back. One hour down, one hour to go here in the trenches. I'm N.D. Kalu. He is Chris Gordy. Big Sarge of Big Star Sports in the house, and we can't do the show without you. Y'all two have been patiently waiting. Tony, you've been waiting the longest. Jay, you have been waiting as well. So we're going to kick off the 11 o'clock hour in the sweetest city in America, Sugarland, talking to Tony. What's up, Tony T? My peeps, man. My radio peeps. What's Love up? Love to talk to you guys, man. Hey, uh, let me first jump on Chris Gordy real quick. Chris? Chris? Yes, sir. He quit, bro. He quit. He quit. Okay. okay Whatever. If that makes you feel better and you can sleep better tonight, go right ahead. He don't give a damn. I, 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 hey, I, I, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. If we, if we, if we, if we looking at it the same, it's a quit. You got, you got time on your contract. Right. And, and and there and there have been rumors for years that that he was going to leave and they were expecting it at any time and TV came was going to come calling and he was going to step away. All this was known for years, but okay, he quit. But at the end of the day. He still had time on his contract. Well, we say the same thing about everybody has time on their contract. Who, 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 who steps away and goes? I'm in my last year and I'm going to step away. Like old people, coaches who are like 75 are like, this is it, and they celebrate them all all year long as this is my last hurrah. Sean just decided in the last couple weeks that this was it. See, exactly. But 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 can we still call it a quick note? I mean, I can guess. We still say he, at the end of the day, he, he decided. It, I'm, I'm, retirement I'm would be a better word, but he didn't. But he didn't want to use the word retirement. So stepping away is the word. So, 
So if he don't want to use the word, if he don't want to use the word retired, then we'll add quick to it. Because he don't want to use the word retired, we'll just call it. Quick. Well, but here, here's the thing too: he is under contract still through 2024. So he, you didn't quit because you're still on the books, and that's why he can't go that's take any like, other job he wants. Hey, hey, Gordon, it's kind of like this. It's kind of like it's kind of like you dating somebody. And at the end of the day, you don't like what's going on, so you call it quit. It's a quit. It's, it's okay. It's all right. If he, if he, if he, for whatever reason, Sean Payton quit, he quit it. Let me move on to Sarge. Big Sarge, you should have just kept it real, bro. You should have just kept it real. When my man Andy put it out there for you, you bit, but then you retracted, then you went back to it. Oh, <laughs> come on, bro. James Harden had the same, James Harden had the same power as Sean Payton. No, he didn't. That, that whole offense. That whole offense was built around the, uh, James Harden. He, he he made them bring in who did they who who he wanted to bring in. He basically he basically ran that organization. At the end of the day, when the, when, when when James Harden left, that team went down the trash. That team was built around James Harden. So, bro, it's all right though. It's all right though. It's hey, Sarge. The, the cool part about it is that you knew it. <laughs> you knew it. But you just didn't want to get any of the wins, so you retracted the game. And I got caught up in I got caught up in recency bias when I was because I just watched James talk about being with the Nets. So that's what kind of got me off guard. Then I had to think about it. But 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 now he's but if you heard he's about to move on again, right? Yep. That's that's the James Harden we love. I hang up and listen, fellas. T- Tony realized what I was doing. <laughs> he real look as you were saying it. And I wish we I could do a better job of rehashing it because some people who just tuned in don't know what we're talking about. But when you were explaining um, Sean Payton, thank you, Sean Payton's departure, it sounded so familiar <laughs> with what happened with James Harden. But I know you've always defended James Harden, and I just wanted you to keep that same energy. Let's head out to the Fair East Side. What movie is that from? For five, points? lean on me, lean on me, and talk to Jay representing that East Side. What's up, Jay? What up, Indy? Oh, my homeboy, Jay. What's up, brother? Hey, hey, uh, real quick, before I get to my Cowboys question, did Cal, he hired the uh, wife's twin sister? Jay, I already know where you're going, Jay. Don't, don't, Jay, <laughs> Jay, don't, don't, Jay, don't even go there, Jay. Okay. <laughs> Let's right, talk right. Cowboys. <laughs> okay, let me ask you, uh, if they hire Sean Payton next year and fire Mike, how you gonna get rid of Kirk Cousins? What? what? Kirk Cousins? Yeah, Kirk Cousins. Oh, that da- Prescott. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Damn. How you gonna get rid of him? I don't think they're going to get – I think that Sean Payton will help improve him and tell him – because there's there's not a coach on the Cowboys staff that goes to Dak and say, hey, this is what you need to work on. They make suggestions. Sean Payton doesn't suggest anything. Okay, Big Sarge. You, you really think he's going to turn Dak around? I think he can. Dak, Dak yeah. only has minute issues that he needs to work on. Man, you know what, Big Sarge? I'm a Cowboys fan too. I hope you're telling me the truth. But anyway, you guys have a good day. All right, brother. Appreciate you. Man, it is going to be so good when Mike McCarthy takes this team to a Super Bowl next year. They're going to be like, can't fire him. He just won us a Super Bowl. Why can't you? Oh, it's going to be so great. I guarantee you, if he wins the Super Bowl, Or even better, let's say he gets to a Super Bowl and loses. They're going to go, Jerry, you can't fire him. He just got to the Super Bowl. That's one of those good problems to have. Enjoy your Mike McCarthy. He ain't going anywhere. That's one of those good problems to have. And if they got to the Super Bowl, 
then that means they have the right man as a head coach. Right. But exactly. they're not they're not going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> the only reason Mike McCarthy is still there because Jerry doesn't have anybody to hire just yet. He he's, got Dan Quinn's interview for every damn job he, out there. He's gone it, it's a bridge. Fire type Mike and promote Dan. That's an easy move. I would love that to happen, but that's not gonna happen. Especially not with and hey, put it like this. David Cully was all set to come back to be the coach and then Brian Flores got fired. So Mike McCarthy was all set to at least get one more year and guess what? Sean Payton well, it's going to be weird. Requit. It's going to be weird when the Texans don't hire Brian Flores, right? You know what's funny about the whole quit thing? And again, I don't want to spend too much time on the definition. I don't see why you're saying, you know what, he quit, but in this scenario, you're okay with quitting. Like, you're throwing out all these examples to why it's not quitting. It's it's quitting. It's retiring. He's no, literally he, he, retiring. No, out of his mouth. He's saying of, that no, because he wants to feel young. Out, He's no, retiring wow. for football. Now you're saying because he wants to feel young. He said out of his mouth, Retirement is not the right word. He, if this was any other person, we would say he quit. So, with you defending him, I'm just surprised but you're not can, saying. How can you I'm, say that about quit? Is when you leave something when you okay, still have. But coaches last like two, three years at, at, every, at every best. Case this dude every, spent 16 years in the same spot. Okay, so because he spent a long time there, it's not quitting. Yes. If I did not show up tomorrow to this if, job, I've been here over a decade. I quit on the put, job. Put it this way: Greg Popovich has years left on his contract. If he announces he's retiring at the end of this season, did Greg Popovich quit? Yes, and no, it's okay. That's that's stupid. Stupid. Then that's yeah. stupid. No, that was the stupid. Is not knowing the definition of quit <laughs> like that's quitting like you can say it's okay to quit in this scenario but all this trying to romanticize how he left for one case but not another yeah you can be like yeah he quit it's been 16 you're, years he had three years left you, you, know, work he, at the, he quit. you work at the movie theater and your supervisor tells you to do something you say man i quit that's quitting that's walking out on your job because you didn't want to put up with the responsibility okay so, in my opinion if you work as a head coach and you see that you have 74 million dollars over the cap you don't know what you have at the quarterback position they've always been over the say, cap what does that mean? They've always been because the, that, that, that's silly. Are, that's not an that's excuse. Not silly. They're going to operate that over the cap. Silly. That's a fact. Like these coaches, they look at what they're walking into for the next season for their brand for their legacy, right. and they make a decision on if they're going to stay or not. Like I get. Look, you love Sean Payton. I get it. But to make these excuses and oh, it's not quitting because he was there for sixteen years. It, uh, what's the timeline on quitting? I, Is it five minutes? Is it five days? Is it five years? I, I think don't if care you're putting if sixteen there, years as a head coach somewhere, then you, you can leave. After 16 years. I, I if you put think. in 16 days, then you quit after 16 days. But for certain people, we romanticize when they leave. Oh, a coach can switch from Notre Dame to Oklahoma because, you know what, that's the dream job. But let a player do it. Oh, man, you signed a scholarship. You need to honor that. He quit. But it's okay. It's 16 years. No, I, I don't I don't think – like, I'm a Saints fan. I don't think that it's a coincidence that, look, Sean Payton had Drew Brees his whole career. Drew Brees left after last season, and then he has to get a new quarterback. He's in, and there, there, there's a lot of question marks around the team right now. Is it really a coincidence that now is when he right. quit? Is when, look, he, he did quit. I, like, I, I don't see what's what's wrong with saying that. I mean, he he ha- the Saints are not in a great situation right now. They have a good defense, but they they their quarterback is at a, is a question it's mark. It's the best their defense has been in sixteen years. Uh, since yeah, been okay, there. that's that's great. But the the team as a whole, that they 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 struggled last season. If Jameis doesn't no, get hurt, no this degrees. team wins eleven games and they make the playoffs. Okay, all these ifs, whatever. That's, that's it, it happened. It he happen. quit. Like, would I quit in the same scenario? Probably. But he has the ability to quit. He's such a hot commodity. After he quit, he could spend a year making $20 million as a commentator and then go back to uh, go back to football. Look, I think when y'all ask the question, will he be in the Hall of Fame? I personally thought that that's a stupid question. Of course he will. But, but he quit. Like, 
he quit. We can't use a different word just because we like the guy or because he's been there 16 years. Quitting is when you leave a job undone. Bill Cowher quit on the Steelers, Then right? he quit. So so I got a question. Like, like, look, when you sign a contract, just like we hold these players to, uh, what's his name? Deshaun Watson, he quit on the team. Like he, I'm telling you, he quit on the team. Regardless of the reason, he's under contract. He decided not to play. He quit. Sean Payton... He okay, you know what? I'll even take it a step further because I don't want it to sound like I'm bashing him by just using the right word. He he earned the right to quit after 16 years. Well, let me he earned l- it. let me spin it this but way. He quit. Nobody I, in that building feels like he quit. You know what I mean? Like in other words, fine. you're using that word, and if you want to use that word, fine. But the vibe is like they they almost the last couple of years had to like convince. Oh man, don't stay one more year. Like. Come on, see this thing out. I get all that. Like, so when you had to do that, and then the guy says he's like, if the word when someone quits, quote unquote, the reaction that he's leaving behind with everybody in the building should be, what the hell do we do now? This is messed up. We didn't see this coming. Who saw this coming? So that's the typical reaction. So let me ask you a question, then, Chris. Did AB quit or did he retire? Who? Who's AB? And, Antonio Brown. That oh, man ran himself out of town. Hold on, but did he quit? Or did he retire? Because he, because he, look, his verbiage is the exact same thing that Sean Payton did. He, Sean Payton said, hey, look, I'm not retiring. You know, I'm just taking a break. A.B. said, hey, look, I'm not leaving football. I'm just leaving the Bucks." A.B. just put a, a gif of him in a Ravens uniform on his Twitter profile. But, but my question is, quitting hold up, my question is, he walked off the job and everybody said he quit, right? Sean Payton walked off the job. A.B. walked off the job when he's still in a game, in the middle of a game. He still had games to be played. So Sean Payton is leaving with con- with, with years on his contract. But, but it's the exact I, the same thing. The difference is you if keep you bringing that AB up. Quit, there is never going to be a coach. Like, Sean Payton was always going to get years. To- he controlled that organization. They were never going to let him go into a final year of a contract. They were always going to say, Sean, here's an extension. He was going to go, okay. You know, but Sean, look. Sean knows what he wants. He 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 could have said, and it doesn't matter because they don't have to pay him. So it's not like he's living leaving them in a situation where, hey, I quit. You still owe me money. They don't have to pay him. He's leaving that. They don't have to pay him. He's leaving that money on the table. Yes, there's this uh, negative uh, kind of tone when you talk about the word quit, but mm-hmm. it is what it is. Like if someone tried to say, oh man, he's a bad guy, he quit. Like I'd be like, man, he he deserved, he earned he earned the right to quit, but it's still right. quitting. Real quick before we take this time out, uh, <laughs> I like this at casually underscore late uh, tweets at me at Indy Kalu. My parents divorced after thirty five years. Now after hearing Gordy's logic, it feels good to know they didn't quit on us. They just stepped away. <laughs> in, in defense, some people amicably separate. Right? They admit and it's time to separate, did. but there's no ill will. There's no right negativity. And I'm not even saying there's ill will. I just think it's, if you want to say quit, the press release yesterday from the Saints said, stepping away, he could come back to the Saints. He could never come back to football. I just think it's a, when you say quit, quit is, man, screw this. My boss told me to go clean out the whatever, or go mop the floor. I quit. That's quitting. Did he give up? He's leaving something on the table. I'll give you that. Wow. And you remember last week when you said how I talk about the Rockets compared yeah. to the Texans? <laughs> Quick timeout <laughs> in the trenches, only on Sports Talks 790. Welcome in, welcome back in the trenches. 
real quick, because this isn't me pandering to the listeners or to my twows, my Twitter pals. Like, I truly feel like to be an athlete is a privilege. To get paid to play a sport is a privilege. And obviously, you've worked your tail off and you, uh, you, you have the talent that you had to hone. But when you're able to host a radio show, you talk about being one of the luckiest men or women in the world because there's, in my opinion, there are so many listeners, callers that can do a much better job hosting a show than myself and some of the rest of the guys who get paid to do it. And I just love these tweets. You know, I read the tweet about the divorce. It made me laugh. At uh, Northside underscore Mike says, seems like there should be a distinction between quitting and giving up. And I'm just saying how these people, they just bring up great points. At uh, A.B. Copeland he says Sean Payton quit on good terms. Glad Indy brought up Deshaun Watson because he quit on the Texans. If you leave before you f- fulfill your contract, you quit. The difference is how it's done. And, you know, I told AB, like, hey, you said that much better than I could. So that's why I always say, uh, you know, we're the most interactive show. And if you're any radio host and you're walking around town like you're God's gift to sports, Check yourself, just like that song. Check yourself before you wreck yourself, because there's all kind of listeners who could probably do better uh, than we do at our jobs, and that's just an example. Hey, Ru- Rudy, of it. Rudy quit too. Killer Cow, what's going on, Cow? Man, say my name right, Killer Cow. You don't gave me the nickname, bro. Yeah, Killer Cow. My bad. When he said the Rudy thing, I kind of threw me <laughs> off. I was like, "Who's Rudy from Notre Dame?" <laughs> yes, uh, yeah, he quit. Or Tom Jonovich. What's up, Mr. Bam Bam Gordy and uh, Big Sarge and Kaluminati? What's up, man? Hey, uh, man, yeah, I just want to sometimes just call and talk about sports, but y'all keep reeling me in. Indy, man, I've been called so many times and told you the definition of quitting. And, man, you was just defending that guy over and over again. He didn't quit. Who? He quit. J.J. Christ. (laughs) (laughs) First of all, J.J. Watt did not quit. He was cut. (laughs) No, he was not cut. He wasn't cut? He had one more year on his contract. No, he was released by the team. With with one year? Because he went and begged to the boss said, man, uh, look, I give James Harden credit. James looked at that team and looked at John Wall, which was promised not to play back-to-back games, and Boogie Cousins which had a vertical of three inches. James knew he had to go back in that dressing room and said, man, look, these dudes ain't good enough. That's what Sean Payton did. Sean Payton got $42 million left on his contract, $72 million under the cap, I mean, over the cap, and uncertainly at the quarterback. Sean Payton just didn't want to say it, but he looked at it and said, man, we just ain't good enough. And he didn't want to go through a, re- a rebuilding. J.J. Watt didn't want to go through rebuilding. James didn't want to go through rebuilding. But we want to just compartmentalize the, the definition of quitting. If you're under contract and you walk away, you quit, bottom line. I 100% agree, but you, you can't brush over the fact that J.J. Watt was released. He asked for the release. I don't care. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus.
And you know what? If they didn't give it to him, guess what he would have done? He would have showed up and he would have balled out for the Texans. 100%. Balled out with five and a half sacks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he got hurt, killer cow. Hey, check this out, man. Hey, man, my wishful thinking is those picks from Brooklyn going to look real nice if James depart. Oh, you know it. Now, looking the, look the way that Raphael Stone likes to build through the draft, if you get rid of um, – John Wall's contract, Eric Gordon comes off the books. And just say wishful thinking, James come back. You're going to have a lot of money under the cap, and you got some young guns that's getting their experience. So what do you think about the return of James Harden and how, how you think the fans will receive him? I'll holler at y'all, brothers. Woo, so last night I was discussing this with some of the, the media members down at Toyota Center, and I said, I don't know. It'll be a mixed reaction. Some people want James back. Some people don't like the way he left. So some people are still hurt behind that. Some people are still mad at him. But from a basketball standpoint, if you put James Harden at the point, put Kevin Porter Jr. at one wing and put Jalen Green at the other wing and let them actually play in their natural positions, man, that that, that lineup would be deadly. And with Christian Wood, he would set Christian Wood up so so well. And so, I, I, from a basketball standpoint, I can see people wanting him back. But from a personal standpoint, no way, no how. Man, here's the thing. Everybody always says that. And look, the fans might be pissed whenever they first hear about it. But when he's dropping 30 a game, the fans yep. are going to be cheering oh, they, him on. Yeah. They're not going to say I, anything. I think if, yep. that, if, he, if he separated this offseason with the, with the Nets and James Harden announced he was coming back to Houston – People would be lining up. They would get the jerseys out of the back of their closets. Like we would, they would absolutely take him back. But it reminds me a lot of what LeBron did, right? LeBron quit on the Cleveland Cavaliers, ran off to Miami, got his championship, and then was he under contract? No, I no, because because LeBron's always does the the one plus the yeah, one so plus a year quit. option. Well, he left the team because he said, "I can't win here. I'm going to go no team up with my free, my teammates." Like that was the opposite of quitting. He waited until his contract was up. He's a free. They agent. had that man's face on their building. He matter. quit on that team anyway. Yeah. So he turned around after a couple years and went, "Oh wait, what happened? Oh, the Cavs got Kyrie Irving." Oh, they got a bunch of first-round picks and built a team. Yeah, I'm going to come back now. That's kind of like what James Harden. Would, it would be like. You left, and the team suffered and sucked, but they got good players because they sucked, and now you turn around and come back to them. I'd love it. And I'm going to tell you exactly why an owner like Tillman Fertitta would do it. Because he looks at the arena now, and he looks at all those empty seats, and if James Harden comes back here, guess what's in those seats? Butts. Well, to me, it's just a no-brainer. He's one of the best players in the league. The NBA, whether you like it or not, and at first I didn't like it, but now I'm like, why not? The, the players run the league. So if a guy says, I want to leave, oh, I want to come back, you have to welcome him with open arms. Just like if somehow Deshaun Watson said, you know what, let's let bygones be bygones. I want to play for the Texans. It's a no-brainer <laughs> that you suit him up and put him out there. So, no, Tillman Fertitta would do it for many reasons, for butts and seats and to have one of the best players in the league on your team. Can you imagine him with this young talent, and then they make one or two moves? That's what it, I'm saying. It'll, be, woof, it'll be, be fun. Because Kevin Porter Jr. is a natural shooting guard, small forward, and mm -hmm. so is Jalen Green. And so all they need is a point guard like James Harden, because he, James Harden makes the, the defense play him honestly. And now you're giving the, all that room to Rome for guys to be able to get to the basket. You still have a Jay Sean Tate there. You still have Christian Wood. That lineup would eat for days. For big, some reason, uh, Big Charles Spencer, former Houston Texan, one of the best offensive linemen I've had to, uh, the, the pleasure of lining up against, 
he says Sarge is confused, consistently confused. Anytime <laughs> one doesn't finish the job, you quit. But you said he quit. I did. Yeah, I, I think Charles is mi mixing uh, your voice up with Chris Gordy. Well, How can he do that? I mean, we do sound a lot alike. But you might not want to say anything about Big Old Spin. Uh, <laughs> let me put this. Uh, I put a poll up. Hide if he, if he wants to put <laughs> let me plug on my it. Twitter account. If you don't follow okay. me already, follow me on Twitter at Chris Gordy. I put up a poll. I said, did Sean Payton quit? And these are the two options I gave you. Yes, he's a quitter. Or two, no, he amicably separated. Right now, the vote is 66% say no, he did not quit. Put, no, read my like, comment. No, 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 no. Hold on. <laughs> what type of Fox News poll is this where <laughs> yes or no? Where you're it's a yes or no. Or CNN or it's MSNBC yes or no. before this is that Negro. But no, though, read how you phrased it. Did Sean Payton quit? No, but what else did you put? Yes or no. Oh, I thought you put yes, then you described yeah, it. Yes, yes, he's, he's a, a quitter. quitter. Or no, he's amicably separated. Both your options are quitting. You could quit on good terms. <laughs> well, you, I, I'm just that, asking, that, did he that quit? That poll is null yes and void. Yes or no. Is, is, is the null answer. and void. It's either yes or no question. Quick timeout, Frank Al, we see you there. We also have a little would you rather in the trenches, only on Sports Talk 790. Try this. you got choices. Yep. Tons of choices, but there's only one correct choice. The choice is up to you, my friend. It's Would You Rather Wednesday. Let's get right into this because I want to get all four questions in. And Jacob, definitely want to get your take. I think you do a great job with these. So let's jump right into it. Now that Sean Payton has vacated his position as the head coach, look, I even said vacated last night when I typed these up, <laughs> has vacated his position as the head coach of the New Orleans Saints. If you were a hot commodity in the coaching surge and you were offered the New York Giants gig and the New Orleans Saints gig, which job would you rather take? Well, here's the deal. At least with the Saints, I can decide what I would want to do with my quarterback job. I could bring back Jameis Winston. I can go make a run at somebody out there for like a one-year deal. Hey, Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson, maybe we could shop a move for them. But... The new GM with the Giants right now is currently talking and says of Daniel Jones, quote, we're going to build an offense to accentuate what Daniel does best. Yeah, give me New Orleans where I have free reign on what I'm doing with the quarterback instead of the Giants where it sounds like the GM is telling you, no, nah, Daniel's your quarterback. Definitely taking the Giants job over the Saints. Mm. Because, Enjoy your Daniel Jones. <laughs> hey, look. Hey, maybe maybe Daniel Jones didn't succeed because Jason Garrett was his offense coordinator. If you bring in a head coach like Brian Dable, who has worked with Josh Allen and totally turned that thing around, they have some offensive pieces on there that could work with, with Daniel Jones. And so I'll definitely take Giants over the Saints. The Saints have one of the best defenses in the league, period. I'm taking the Saints. All right. Good job. There are 109 events in this upcoming 2022 Winter Olympics. Did not realize there are that many. If you had to embrace and immerse yourself in one of these three Winter Olympic sports, and even if we had to have a segment on it every single day here in the trenches, would you rather spend that time and energy on ice hockey, bobsledding, or ski jumping? I hate the Olympics. I'm just not a fan. All Olympics I'd are rather, just Olympics. I would rather watch a college football spring game than watch any Olympic event. Really? Yeah, that's just me. That's where I'm a I'm a football, basketball, baseball guy. Give me any of those any day over. Uh, the ski jump, I guess. Okay. I'll watch it for five minutes. Curling. That's Actually, I curling in parentheses. <laughs> like, let's talk <laughs> curling. That's my favorite winter Olympic sport. One year, I was very sick. And I rarely get sick like this. I was stuck in bed, and it was during the Winter Olympics. I, I believe it was eight years ago. 
and I was just, and I couldn't find the remote, and they had curling on, so I was forced to watch it. Became a fan after that. Told you, and uh, non-athletes can do that. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm gonna go with hockey, even though the, the it kind of sucks for the United States because the NHL is not gonna allow the players from the United States to play in the Olympics. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm still gonna go with hockey because I think it's incredible how. That it's the only sport where players can get in a fight and they get mm-hmm. and all they have to do is go out of the game for two minutes. So I'll take hockey. All right, we've been discussing the best landing spots for coaches over the last few days. When Jameis Winston comes back from his injury, he will be a very intriguing free agent. If you are Jameis Winston and you have your pick of teams to compete for the starting gig, would you rather go to Houston or to the Saints without Sean Payton? I think it, it depends on what the Saints do, but if they do what I think they're going to do and keep continuity and keep the whole coaching staff in place, Pete Carmichael is OC, promote Dennis Allen a head coach. Pete Carmichael's playbook is Sean Payton's playbook. They've both they've both sat together and game uh, putting together game plans for the last sixteen years. Jameis already knows the playbook. Now you don't want to have Sean calling the plays in game, but Pete Carmichael's called plays before. They would be just fine. I think him staying in New Orleans with the playbook that he already knows is the best move. I think him staying with the Saints because he's comfortable. Unless he comes here and John Lucas is going to work with him here. John Lucas? Yeah. A life coach. Jameis would need need a life coach because... Why? I mean, let's think about his past, Indy. Whatever they're doing down at the Saints is working. You know, you even heard him come back and say, I think that um, when you look at the minutia of the... Did you hear how he changed? He code-switched. And so whatever's working down there would work. But if he comes here... I forgot about the woman thing. (sighs) Yeah. Okay, and, I thought you were saying that he needs a life coach because he took some free crab legs. I was like, good God. <laughs> well, stood up on the table. But yeah. anyway. Yeah, Cam so, stole a laptop once. He moved on from that one. But definitely stick with the Saints because it's somewhere where he's familiar and he likes that environment. So that's what y'all would do because I don't care what y'all do. Yeah, I would stay with the Saints. Were, okay. No, I would definitely uh, say that he would go back. Uh, he should go back to the Saints. I mean, like I said, they have the best, one of the best defenses in the league. They need to get some more uh, weapons uh, on the outside as opposed to only having Michael Thomas. Uh, but it's it, it it's it. We saw what they could do last season through seven games. They were five and two. They 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 were good. Like like Gordy said, they would have been a playoff team easily if he was if he had stayed healthy. So I would definitely uh, say go back to the Saints. If they're smart, they'll bring on someone that keeps the same playbook. One of the toughest things to do in the NFL is to one find that quarterback, that guy at the quarterback position, and to make sure he's comfortable. So if, if Jameis Winston is all in on the Saints, they need to surround him with Pete Car- Pete Carmel is like the like Eric Bieniemy, like mm-hmm. he's interviewed for jobs every year and he never gets them. And everybody's like, why? Why is this guy not getting a job? This might work out best for him. He can finally step out of the shadow of Sean Payton and show what he can do on his own. Andy, can I add an addendum to me saying Winston coming back to the Saints? Only if you tell me I'm the starter from day one and I don't want to keep competing with this fullback hybrid for the starting quarterback position. Nobody nobody started or even made an argument that Taysom Hill should start over Jameis Winston. Well, It was they, understood from the get-go. Jameis is the starter. Taysom's the backup. So I just misread everything that said that they had competition? They had to, to Well, fight you got to say that, but at any point, did it look like Taysom Hill was going to start over Jameis? say I'm the well, starter from day you, one. You know what? I'm big on action speaks louder than words, and the the contract they signed Taysom Hill to, uh, to me, that said, yes, he was competing to be the but quarterback. But you blow that out. Y'all blow that out of proportion. They locked him up. 
to to keep him under contract because they loved using him as the gadget guy. Mm-hmm. Now, how they use him moving forward, I don't know. They still like him as the gadget guy. But that was, a, again, we talk about cap manipulation. You want to talk about $74 million over the cap? That was a cap manipulation. Let's give Taysom this long contract where we can push all this money down the road, but it keeps him from going anywhere else. Well, here's the thing. I'm not, no, hell no, I'm not going to accept that. I'm not uh, misreading it. No, he, they signed them to compete as a starting quarterback. And, in my opinion, he earned the right to compete. So if we're just saying uh, Jameis Winston doesn't want to compete, then, oh, well, Jameis Winston needs to put his big boy pants on. But they absolutely, in my opinion, signed him to a contract where they said, okay, now you can compete to be our starting quarterback. But I love what Taysom Hill does. Like, I think every football team needs a Taysom Hill type of player, but you also have to have a coordinator, whether it's a coordinator or a head coach, you have to know how to utilize them. But no, that like that contract, when I saw the numbers – one, he has a very good agent. Shout out to Jeff Nally. And two, it let me know like oh, yeah, his agent? They're, they're truly considering him uh, to be to be there a was starting quarterback. There was something in the deal though where a portion of it was voidable. It, like in other words, they did it to keep him. So because Taysom's been saying, "Man, I'm about to be thirty. Like I want to be a starter." And exactly. it's like, yeah, yeah. Well, maybe you'll be the starter here, but we love what you do on fourth and goal, and you know when we go wildcat with you. They loved all that aspect. So and you could argue that's what makes him valuable, it, even if he doesn't start as a quarterback he's still valuable to the team but i don't think i think maybe there was a time where sean payton thought maybe he could be the starter but i think the last two years showed Taysom's not a starter in the nfl larry what you got hey indy uh judy was boring hello then judy discovered chumbacasino.com it's my little escape now judy's the life of the party oh baby mama's bringing home the bacon whoa take it easy judy the Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You know, it's, uh, it's a really interesting conversation about uh, who quit and didn't quit. As far as James Harden, man, you know, I... I never understood that whole desire to, you know, leave Houston when he was, he was considered the, the, the clog in, in the machine that made the Rockets go and they were giving him everything, right? So why would he go to the, the Nets to be uh, another piece to that puzzle when they were trying to give him everything he wanted? I don't, I, I don't think, uh, you know, it, it would be far-fetched for James to want to come back to Houston because most of the people, and that was a good point that I think, Sarge, you made about LeBron going to uh, Miami and being going back to Cleveland, that right? Was me, that was me, yeah. Okay, and, and, and that's a good thing. <laughs> Don't give Sarge credit when he didn't earn it. Right? Oh, wow. Well, it, but the thing is is that he went got him a championship and then he went back home and got a championship in Cleveland. My whole point is is that that's why they always tell you don't ever burn any bridges or the road that takes you there has to bring you back. So, you know, it, 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 it's James is quirky like that. He got his restaurant here. I don't blame him for not wanting to live in New York because they can offer me all kind of money and I'd never go to the East Coast just like I wouldn't want to live in L.A. neither. It's beautiful to visit, but I want to get my ass out of there as fast as I can. But this is the one thing I want to talk to you fellas about real quick, and I'll make it quick. Um, I lost one of my best friends today. Uh, he, he he passed away, man, and um, he was a diehard all of fan. And I, I mean, I've been knowing him since I was two years old. I mean, he he was an older gentleman, but 
he became my best friend. He taught me about being a man and how to play dominoes and how to keep my head on straight and a diehard all of fans. And when the Oilers left and went to Tennessee, he followed them a little bit. But then when the Texans got here, me and him got together, man, and we talked about how excited we was about the Texans and everything. And, um, you know, it, 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 it breaks my heart, man. And I, I don't want nobody to feel sorry for me, but I'm just saying it breaks my heart that he never got to experience a Super Bowl between the two teams that he loved more than anything in sports, which was the Oilers. And he wound up loving them Texans almost as much as I do, man. So I just want to say uh, a rest in peace to big man. And, uh, uh, you, you know, it, it was a life worth living. And uh, I'm going to miss you like I, I would miss no other man in our hall. Prayers uh, for his family and for you. I can hear it in your voice. Quick timeout. Back to the calls. One more segment to go. Keith, stay put. I'm curious to what your would you rather question is. That and much more only on Sports Talk 790. Now they always say congratulations Worked so hard, forgot how to vacation They ain't never had the dedication Welcome in, welcome back. One more segment to go before we call it a day. Keith, got a little would you rather question. What's going on, Keith? I got a proposed trade, Indy, and you got to put on your general manager, Texan hat. Let's do it. We're going to give you a... Uh, Tannehill and two first-round draft picks for Deshaun today. Tannehill and two first-round draft picks for Deshaun today. You, you, you know what, Keaton? Lower your radio if you can. I would, first of all, that's tough. I know a lot of people are like, hell no, I'm not doing that. I, I'm just so ready to move on from the Deshaun deal. But you know what? Ultimately, I'd pass, Keith. I would pass on that deal because I feel like I could eventually get more. Well, we weren't trying to get you our headache. <laughs> but appreciate that. I always like those uh, thought-provoking. And, and, and look, I, I probably should have denied it as soon as he put it out there. But I'm just like, man, it's just let's just move on. Well, you know let's me. Just move I, on. I live in re- real. Like, mm-hmm. what's real? What's reality? The Titans' first-round pick this year is pick 26. They do not have a second-round pick because they gave that up for Julio Jones. And then next year's first doesn't, right. you know, probably know won't be high. I, I don't do that because I, I think I can get a better deal. Again, I know John Mara is up in front of a podium this morning saying, the Giants will not be trading for Deshaun Watson. Yeah, that's great, bro. You're saying that on January 26th while he still got legal stuff hanging over him. A month from now, all this stuff gets dismissed and cleared. I guarantee you the Giants are in the conversation, and they've got picks 5 and 7. I guarantee. I would much rather the Giants give me picks 5, 7, and something else for Deshaun than whatever the Titans can offer. How bad is it that in a year where the Texans obviously don't have their star quarterback, they have a very high pick in the number 3 uh, overall pick, the team that has the number one overall pick doesn't need a quarterback or obviously doesn't want one in Trevor Lawrence, that this is the year that there are really no quarterbacks or, or, or the thought is. Because I still won't be surprised if one or two of these guys emerge as a great quarterback. Yeah. I think it's lazy uh, reporting to say, oh, there's no quarterbacks this year. But but that this is the year where even with the number three pick, you're like, eh, I don't want to spend it on a quarterback, and that's your biggest need. That's why I think that they're going to go just go through the motions this year mm-hmm. and have be in the top five draft next year. Frank, what's going on, Frank? Well, indeed, you're throwing that check away again, turning down Tannehill. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hey, and Chris, man, get out of here with that sink quit talk. And you knew that. I agree. He didn't quit. Get out of here with that talk. He, he, you knew he was going to be the Cowboys coach anyway. He ain't, they was just get out of here with that. Of time for hey, call so me, in, got, call me in two thousand. Mark it down. It's January twenty sixth, two thousand twenty two. Call me in, call me in two thousand. Call me in two thousand twenty three when John Payton's the Cowboys coach. Okay. Say all LSU fans love the Saints. Okay, take, it's, take it it's, the two, it's the school and the and pro so, team in the state. What do you want? You Ain't nobody. There's more Cowboy fans in Houston right now than there are Texans fans, apparently. Well, only reason because our quarterback situation, that's the only reason. In two ways, the quarterback situation was straightened out, and we had a football coach down here and not some. But you had Deshaun yeah. last year, and people still y'all were still losing games, and people weren't going to games. That was last did year. Did he play? Did he play last year? Yeah, I'm talking 2020, well, 2021. The Texans were one of the you worst five teams in the league, right? Say we we had Deshaun last year. Yeah, 2020. Did he play last year. He did not play last year. Okay, you so know what I mean. It's January 2022. A season well, prior anyway, to this past one, Deshaun anyway, played the whole year, right? Anyway, only reason the Texans fans is down right now. Is because of the situation with Deshaun. Once that get cleared up, I guarantee you the fans will be back. And first of all, we keep getting these no-name coaches and people that's working in the radio station telling us who we ought to have for a coach, like uh, somebody from LSU telling us about what we need in Houston, you know. Okay. And, I don't even know what y'all were arguing. (laughs) My argument, what I was trying to say was, he's saying the Texans fans are only out on the team right now because they don't have a quarterback. And I'm saying uh, two seasons ago, they went 4-12 and with Deshaun as the starter. And by the end of that year, there were a lot of empty seats. You can't use that year, Chris. That was a COVID year. You you mean 2019. 2020 was COVID. No, you can't dismiss COVID. (laughs) That was a COVID year. They didn't even have fans in the stands. But what I'm saying is people weren't flocked. The team sucked. They were 4-12. They couldn't go in 2020, Chris. There were people in the stands, Sarge. They still sold tickets. At the end of the season, it was. But but it was a lot of people that couldn't go. Okay, let me spell it out then. They allowed 10,000 fans. Maybe 3,000 were there for the finale. That wasn't COVID. They were still allowing 10,000 to be there. But there weren't 10,000 there. 2020, we were fighting COVID. Okay, but under, I just spelled it out for you. I said, let's say they allowed 10,000 fans, and there were only 3,000 there. That's not COVID. That's no, people not showing no, up. No, that's when COVID was running rampant, where exactly. people were like, I'm not going, even if they're oh, allowed. there are enough people in this people in this weren't city. People were coming out their houses. There were 10,000 people at the end of 2020 that would have come out to How that stadium. How the hell are you dismissing COVID? Oh, that's not, that's not the reason. Still come out. Like, I wasn't even going to come out all for right, that. All right, you guys are right. It's but, just because of the quarterback situation. Once Davis Mills takes off next year, <laughs> they're going to pack that stadium. No, look, you joke. If they, if that's a huge but if. But he's got to win. If Davis Mills takes off. They will Deshaun the was great in 2020. Stats were great, but they went four and twelve. Right, but and they sold out. So they didn't sell out in 2020. You just said no, COVID. 2019. When, 2019. You can't even. I'm saying COVID. 2020. They went four and twelve. Right. The team sucked. But he's saying they didn't get that 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 butts weren't in seats, but it was because of COVID. Like we can't even talk right or wrong. Like I'm not even saying I'm right. Like you can't even. You have to throw 2020 out. What I'm saying is you got to have quarterback, good quarterback play and production. And wins. 
It's got to be both. That's why people aren't out there. People are. They well, can, people are just disgusted with everything going on over there, from hiring David Cully to firing him less than a year, and then bringing Josh McAllen, who's not even who's unemployed, for an interview to be the head coach. I I think it's bigger than the quarterback. I think a lot of the fans are just disgusted with everything that's going on. That's gonna do it for us today. God willing, same time, same place tomorrow in the trenches, only on Sports Talk Seven Ninety. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.